0: You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. I'm Seth Peterson. Hi, I'm Deb I'm Rhonda Schwartz. I'm George Roberts. This is Jessalyn Gilson. Hello, I'm Victor
1: Webb. Hi, this is Charlotte Ross. Hi, this is Ed Begley Jr. What's up, you guys? This is AJ from the show. Hi, this is Shannon Elizabeth, and you're listening to talking Pets. Talking Pets. Talking Pets. And you're listening to and Talkin Pets. Talking Pets. Talkin Pets. Talkin Pets. With John Patch. John Patch. You're listening to Talking Pets with John Patch. Yeah.
0: Hello America and welcome to Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. Join John and his expert guests with all of your pet questions, concerns, comments, and stories. Now it's time for Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch.
2: And welcome to Talkin' Pets. I'm your host, John Patch. This is Talking Pets Coast to Coast on your favorite radio station. And sitting in and joining me this hour is Mr. Pet Expert himself.
1: Barry Siebold.
2: To answer your medical questions and your behavior questions about your pets. The show is produced by Miss Amanda Page.
0: <laughs> hey there, Johnny boy. How are you? Good.
2: How are you, Mandy? Doing good. And uh, the show is also produced by Mr. Tony Leg from Business Talk and Lifestyle Talk Radio Networks. So when you call in, you'll speak with Tony and he'll put you on the air with us. And then you can ask us your questions. But we have a special guest joining us in this hour. In the first hour, his name is Kinky Friedman. And the name of his book is called Kinky's Celebrity Pet Files. We're going to be talking with Kinky about his book and about uh, his celebrity friends and their pets throughout the hour. And we're going to be giving away two or three copies of the book. So if you have a question for Kinky, give us a call. 866 606 talk That's 866-606-8255. Once again, I'm John Patch. I'm Barry Seabold.
0: And Amanda Page.
2: And this is Talking Pets. Ball, heartwarming, and edgy. All at once, Kinky Celebrity Pet Flows is a book of animal lovers, celebrity junkies, and anyone who just likes a good story. It's a little weird, it's completely charming, and it's 100% kinky. Kinky Friedman lives somewhere in the hills of Texas. Won't tell us where. He has four dogs, one armadillo, and one Smith Corona typewriter. Hmm. He is a defender of strays. To find out more about the Kingster and his advocacy on behalf of animals everywhere, visit kinkyfriedman.com, or you can go to utopiarescue.com. We want to welcome on to the program right now, Mr. Kinky Friedman. Hey, Kinky, how you doing? Welcome to Talking Pets, Kinky.
3: Uh, great to be here.
2: It's nice to have you on with us. You know, um... It was weird, because when, when the publisher sent me your book and everything like that, of course, I mean, you're well-known to begin with, but um, when I saw the name Kinky, I had to go for it. <laughs>
3: well, <laughs> yeah, um, when you got a name like Kinky, you just about have to be famous, or it's a social embarrassment.
2: <laughs>
3: and you can imagine how it plays in politics, because uh, I am running for governor of Texas in the Democratic primary, Which will be March second. Wow! And uh, we're going to win this thing. So that's looking. Right now, we're running way ahead in the polls.
2: In the Democratic primary.
3: Yeah, of course, I am kind of a folk hero down here.
2: That's cool. Well, congratulations on that. We'll be uh, we'll be voting for you. or pulling for you at least over here where we're at. (laughs) So good luck with that one. Hey, I want to. I want to introduce you off the bat. I want to introduce you to Barry Siebold. Hello, hello.
3: Hello, Barry.
2: Also, our producer, Miss Amanda Page.
3: Hi there. Hi, Amanda.
2: Now, there's a lot of questions that we have. I mean, actually, right off the bat, i got to ask you, how'd you come out with, you know, I mean, considering you're in politics and you're also in music and, you know, you've done magazines and you're, you're an animal advocate, so is that what made you write this book?
3: Well, uh, partly. My editor at Simon & Schuster, I mean Schuster, <laughs> uh, told me, that the only two kinds of books that are selling in America right now are pet books and celebrity books. So this is a celebrity pet book. That's how it started.
2: Kill two birds with one stone, right?
3: That's right. Uh, kill two birds and get stoned. And, and this one turned out to be uh, a little bit more than the sum of its parts. It was very interesting to see what, what place animals have in the lives of important and great and famous people. You know, that's spe- just how how much they mean to them.
2: Speaking of famous and all, my my, my producer Tony Leg was like excited when he heard that you were the Kinky from the Texas Jewboys Boys fame. Is that that's true?
3: Well, uh, yep, that's right. That's a that's a discerning individual.
2: Yeah, <laughs> you've got quite a background.
3: Well, it's uh, you know from a musician to a politician is a giant step down. Let me tell you that. Oh. Uh, if musicians ran the country instead of politicians, uh, it'd be a much better place. Well, we wouldn't get a we wouldn't get a hell of a lot done in the mornings, you know. But <laughs> but we'd work light and we'd be honest.
2: Well, you're getting no argument off of me on that one. That's for sure. You know, you know, your book is published by Simon and Schuster, which of course is a great publishing company. So congratulations on that. You get into, um, with this book, um, you know, there's a lot of titles in here, but like you said, you get into a lot of celebrities. And I want to talk to you about some of these guys. So, um, But first off, where can people get this book? Can they can they find it online? Can they find it in bookstores?
3: Sure. Yeah, it should be in bookstores everywhere, and Amazon or wherever. Uh, they can also go to kinkyfriedman.com and uh, probably pick it up there as well and find out more about the uh, campaign for governor. Because one of the... One of the big things that I'm pushing for is to make Texas a no-kill state. And that means no-kill dogs, no-kill cats, no-kill horses, and no-kill even people.
2: I wonder if some people would actually... (laughs) I I think most people will agree with you on the animal thing, but some people might not agree on the people thing. (laughs) Well,
3: you you know, they might not, but uh, Texas... As you may know, you know, on average, whack somebody about every two weeks.
2: Yeah, well, everybody carries a and, gun in Texas, don't they? And,
3: well, we lead the country in executions, and huh. we're 49th in education, so you can start from there.
2: You know, you got a quote in your book here, what is man without the beast? If the beast uh, were gone, men would die from great loneliness of spirit, for whatever happens to the beast also happens to man, by Chief Seattle. Boy, that's a great quote.
3: Yeah, what day, what year is that?
2: 1855.
3: Yeah, that's a very wise quote, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it is. That's a, a, that's a perfect quote, actually, especially for this day and time.
3: Yeah, and, um, you know, this is this is something we could take care of at Utopia Rescue Ranch. We, we're working on it. We've, we've run Utopia for about 11 years now, and it's, we take in stray and abused animals and uh, adopt them out, and we've adopted thousands of them over the years. And this is uh, really good work. Um, you know, we always say uh, money may buy you a fine dog, but only love can make him wag its tail.
2: You know, it, it, it's funny. You go from a quote there of Chief Seattle from 1855, and, and so well-spoken, and then you go to Mr. Willie Nelson of 2009, a farting horse never tires.
3: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, Willie, Willie is the uh, hillbilly Dalai Lama, you know, and a uh, very wise man. And, uh, he spends Willie, a lot
2: of times in the morning waking up, doesn't he?
3: Yeah, he does. But <laughs> but Willie also spent a lot of time helping me shut down two horse slaughter plants here in Texas during my last campaign for governor in 2006 when I ran as an independent, which was not a great idea since the last one to win was 160 years ago. He was named Sam Houston, and I should have probably, that probably should have given me some pause, but. Uh, but uh, Willie uh, Willie and I started putting the heat on these horse slaughter plants. Uh, one's in Fort Worth and one was in Kaufman, Texas, a little town outside of Dallas. And they were killing over 100,000 horses a year and sending them as table food to France and Belgium. Wow. And uh, these were not old and sick horses. These were any horse that had the misfortune of being sold to a killer agent or killer buyer. And we had a campaign to... Um, save a horse, ride a cowboy, and it uh, really kicked in, put a lot of heat on them, and they both shut down.
2: You have some of the best lines, I'll tell you.
3: <laughs> so we consider that a big uh, yeah, a big success. I can you know, tell you a, a when you, little...
2: When you were talking little, about the horses, too, yeah. I mean, you were saying, you know, a variety of horses. Are these like race horses as well that don't perform? Do you know that for a fact?
3: Uh, breaking up a little, John, what'd you
2: say? Are these also like race horses that maybe don't perform or, you know, are, they're not winning horses at, you know, maybe the Kentucky Derby or, you know, whatever, you know, basically, you know, horse races around the country? Because with dogs, you know, the dog races, if these dogs don't perform, a lot of them are put down. They're destroyed. So are these horses, I've, I've heard that some of these race horses, if they don't perform, they end up in slaughterhouses.
3: May very well. May very well. And also some wild stallions, you know, some Mustangs are in there.
2: That's what kills me, too, is that, you know, these wild horses that are running free and all these these governments and the politics that are trying to, you know, basically saddle them, you know, through death, mainly. And well, the,
3: Repub- the, the, the Republicans are doing that. Yeah. They, have a, they have a history of doing that. I don't know why. Well, um, let,
2: let the war gates begin.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I mean, uh, things will be different when I'm governor.
2: Well, I hope so.
3: Saying. Yeah, I, I plan to, uh, to mess with Texas. And keep messing with Texas but until see, we get it right.
2: But don't you think Texas is, is quite Republican to begin with, anyway? And I mean, do you think you're gonna well, you are going to have a hard time really getting true, nominated?
3: John. Well, the latest—no, uh, I think I'll be nominated very easily by the Democrats. Now, what happens next is the question.
2: Right. I mean, whether you you get but, the uh, vote, the, basically. The
3: latest Gallup poll shows more Democrats in Texas than Republicans. Wow. And also, I think Obama has has kind of greased the uh, grassroots a little bit for us, and showed people, uh, if nothing else, that excitement equals turnout and that your vote might actually count.
2: And you're intending to make a lot of changes towards the welfare of animals there in that state, then?
3: Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's a real measure of who we are. Uh, You know, uh, not only are we killing people, but we're killing millions of dogs and cats. And, uh, you know, Texas is not as backward as people think it's. It's partly backward, but it's partly very progressive. It's kind of a schizophrenic state. And uh, what I don't know, I, like I heard, is, I heard yeah. with
2: Texas, though, Kinky, all the cool people live in Austin.
3: Well, yeah, they say that. I wouldn't agree with that, but I would say, yeah, Austin is definitely an oasis of, uh, of progressivism. Uh, I just feel, uh, you know, the old slogan, power to the people, is coming around again. That's my slogan. Uh, I think the politicians have really hijacked the power, and I think most Texans are animal lovers. They're not hunters, they're not doctors or lawyers, or anything. They're animal lovers.
2: Well, you're finding actually, uh, you know, as as the industry, when you when you when you look at the pet industry, it's like a 35 billion dollar industry per year. So sure. it's like people are spending tons, uh, you know, on their pets. They don't give up on them, and you're finding more and more people. Divorce rates so much higher. People are getting divorced. They're spending more time with their pets, their dogs, their cats, their ferrets, whatever. And, yeah, you're right. I mean, the animal animals are taking over. And you know what? They are the true beauties on this planet. Kinky, hold on. we got to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to continue on with Kinky Friedman. If you've got a question for Kinky, give us a call at 866-606-TALK. That's 866-606-8255. His book is called Kinky Celebrity Pet Files. We're talking about that. If you've got a question, like I said, for Kinky, we'll send you out a complimentary copy of the book. It's a great book kinky celebrity pet files by simon and schuster i'm john patch i'm barry siebel and amanda page and we're speaking with kinky friedman 866-606-TALK 866-606-8255 this is talking pets
0: talking pets we'll be right back after a short pause well four to be exact
4: I'm Deborah Wolf and I'm inviting you to my animal party on Pet Life Radio. My pet experts will be coming to the party to answer your pet questions. And they'll also be sharing their favorite stories and messages with us. But I'll be asking them some tough questions. We'll get their opinions on the hot-button topics like the pit bull ban, pet food, vaccines, religion, politics, and animals, cat tick line. And the latest news, whatever's turning the animal world on its head, we'll be talking about at the animal party. This party's got bite.
0: Every week, on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets on PetLifeRadio.com Radio.com.
2: So, when you're near me, darling, can't you hear me? It's the West. This little kitty going, It's the West! It's the West! Once again, you're listening to Talkin' Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm glad I'm not the owner of that car. I know, really.
0: <laughs> I'm Amanda
2: Page. You know, you always have to be careful, though, when you start your car up in the morning, especially if it's cold out, because cats like to climb up there and stay warm. So make mm-hmm. sure you check and, you know, honk the horn before you start it. Or
0: I found a kitty on the middle of the highway. Like, way up on the high deck of the Crosstown Expressway here. And uh, there's, like, no way the cat could get up there other than possibly falling out of the engine of a car. And it survived. Was this tiny little kitten? I don't think so. I don't think so because it wasn't that injured, believe it or not. And, uh, mind you, I got picked up by a policeman because you're really not supposed to be walking on the highway all right, I, won't, I, won't talk, I won't tell your husband that you got picked <laughs> he, up by a policeman but that's whole nice. story. he helped me out with a kitten
2: <laughs> well we're speaking with kinky friedman he's the author of kinky celebrity pet files it's by simon and schuster you can find it in bookstores you can find it online or else you can visit uh, kinky's website himself kinkyfriedman.com but um we've got a call for you kinky and um, this is uh, Al in Oaksdale, Washington, has a uh, comment for you, actually. Hey, Al, you got a comment for Kinky? Hi, Al. All right, maybe we don't have Al. Do we have Al?
3: Yeah, I, I just uh, want to deserve that... Uh uh, uh, politics does need musicians because you can't a fiddle and a guitar don't don't lie, and a musician is so much in the habit of telling the truth that when he becomes a politician, that habit just continues. And that, you know, uh, I, I watched uh, or listened to some of the things from your campaign uh, uh, last time you ran for governor. You just there told you know told what was what was real for you, you know, and uh, there's no lying there. Yeah, Alex, it, it, it's a it's a problem uh, telling the truth in, in politics. Uh, you know, uh, our hero, Jerry Springer, uh, oh, I, yeah. did an, I did an interview with him during the campaign. And, Jerry,
0: Jerry. And he
3: told me, you know, he said, "Kiki, don't you realize that you can't tell the truth and survive in politics? And I said, no, you're wrong. I'm going to prove you're wrong. But, uh, you know, it's, I mean, a guy like me, I just might blurt out the truth because I'm a musician at heart. Uh, but most of these politicians, they, uh, they're pretty bad people. Mark Twain was right. You know, over a hundred years ago, when he said that there is no basic criminal class in America except the U.S. Congress.
2: You <laughs> know, it's amazing because they say a lot of people will enter into politics um, with the with with the, with the knowledge of saying, "Hey, I'm going to be truthful, I'm going to be honest, and everything." But politics changes them to lie.
3: Yeah, it totally does, and that, that's why my definition of politics, poly, means more than one and. Ticks are
2: blood parasites. <laughs> <laughs> That's about right. Well, we got, another, we got another break coming up, Kinky, and I want to get into this book with you and some of the celebrities that you know. But, Alan, I want you to stay on the line and speak with uh, Tony Leg, our producer. We're going to send you out a copy of uh, sure. Kinky Friedman's book. It's Kinky's Celebrity Pet Files. You can find it in bookstores. You can find it online, or you can find it at kinkyfriedman.com. That's his website. Um, Also, we were talking about Willie Nelson. If you want to get the book, you can read about Willie and his horses on page 37 of the book. And uh, he actually does have a uh, foundation there that he supports, which is HabitatForHorses.com. So you can check that out as well and help them out. That's Willie Nelson. But right now we're speaking with Kinky Friedman. We were just on the phone with Al out of Oakdale, Washington. I'm John Patch. I'm Barry Seewald.
0: And Amanda Page.
2: And you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Give us a call and we'll send you out a copy of the book from Kinky Friedman if you have a question or a comment. 866-606-TALK. 866-606-8255. With this hour's Talking Pets news from the USA Today, live from the ranch, here's your host, John Patch. Out of Frankfort, Kentucky, the state is no longer top dog when it comes to coonhounds. Illinois has uh, landed the Professional Kennel Club's annual competition to determine the world's best coonhound. The event had been held in Kentucky for nearly two decades. Barry?
4: In Daytona Beach, Florida, a bird watcher took a photograph of a rare lesser flamingo native to Africa and Asia last week in Merritt Island National Refuge. Experts said it's the first sighting here of a non-captive lesser flamingo. Though greater flamingos are occasionally seen, no one is sure where the bird came from.
2: And out of uh, Greenville, Maine, the first week of the state's three-part moose hunting season has ended. There are no figures yet on the total number of moose taken in selected northern districts. The next week of hunting also in northern districts runs October 12th through the 17th. Hunting in southern districts runs November 2nd through the 28th. About 3,000 permits. Are issued. You know, you gotta be careful with those moose because you know it's mating season, and I heard they law uh, kind of uh, go after anything that moves, even cars. <laughs> yeah, they are kind of uh... frisky little guys, <laughs> aren't they? Yeah. Could <laughs> you imagine being jumped by a moose? <laughs> That's a big animal.
4: <laughs> yeah, I'd like to see the eleven o'clock yeah, film they, on that. You
2: know what they said about horses. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
4: Moving on in portland maine lauren coleman said his international cryptozoology museum will open in a congress street storefront on november 1st as a cryptozoologist coleman studies creatures that have been reported to exist but aren't formally recognized by science among the displays will be his eight foot tall 400 pound bigfoot
2: sculpture i'd like to see that that would be fun do you believe in bigfoot Um, I I don't know. I do. I think there's other things that are unexplained out there. Why not? Oh, I'm sure there's... Hey, we just shot rockets into the moon for some (laughs) reason, so... In other words, this planet's at its its end, so we're looking for another place to move!
4: (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I started packing already.
2: Yep. 866-606-TALK. 866-606-8255. That's the number to call. We're speaking with Kinky Friedman. His book is called Kinky Celebrity Pet Files. If you want to uh, check it out, you can uh, get it from Simon & Schuster. You can find it in bookstores. You can find it online. You can check out Kinky's website, which is kinkyfriedman.com. Also, by the way, you can check us out live on the webcam right now if you'd like to join us. It's TalkinPets.com, no G in the Talkin' by the way, or MySpace.com forward slash TalkinPets. Click on the dog watching TV and you can watch us and chat with us in the chat room as well if you wish. You can also check us out on Twitter, Twitter Twitter.com forward slash radio, and Facebook.com forward slash radio. 866-606-TALK. And once again you're listening to Talkin' Pets, I'm John Patch I'm Barry Seawold
0: And Amanda Page Hey, hey, 866-606-TALK <laughs> You not <can't> help
2: yourself <laughs> No, I can't I've had no sleep for the last 48 hours, so, uh, no <laughs> 866-606-8255, that's the number to call with your questions for Kinky Friedman If you have a question or a comment for Kinky, we're going to send you out a complimentary copy of his book called Kinky Celebrity Pet Files Again, it's by Simon & Schuster. It's a great book. It's got a lot of interesting information and, of course, some great stories. Um, and as you've been hearing from Kinky so far, yes, he is a man of many talents. So give us a call, 866-606-TALK, 866-606-8255. Kinky, you get into a story here, um, actually, in the book on Jim Neighbors. What is he up to lately? And, and does he own a pit bull? Is that what that is? Or
3: um, Jim owns four pit bulls. Uh, Good for him. Barney, Lulu... Rita, and Daisy. And uh, they are four of the sweetest dogs in the world. And Jim says that's because they're raised with love. And every July 3rd, you know, he lives in Honolulu. Every July 3rd, Jim puts them in his uh, private two-engine plane and flies them over to Maui. Uh, And um, that's because they're afraid of the fireworks in Honolulu on the 4th of July. Hmm. And um, he, you know Tim is loved by millions of people uh, oh, yeah. around the world he has probably as many fans as as many of these contemporary stars have Go and more of, yeah and uh, the love of his life was a German shepherd named Buck who he buried in Maui and that's where he wants to be buried under this this uh, tree um, and uh, he's um, yeah he's a very very interesting man I could tell you the story. Uh, very quickly it's it's not really animal related though but uh, the, the story about uh, when Jim first did Gomer pile got time for it I'll try to run it in quick because it's a good story
2: well you know what well, let's come back to that story because we got Robert holding on has a comment for you like, from, uh, like, like,
3: like hold hold the Jim neighbor story yeah
2: hold the Jim neighbor story <laughs> let's check out what Robert in Las Vegas Nevada has a comment for you Kinky hey Robert how you doing welcome to talking pets you got a question or a comment for uh, Kinky hi Robert. Maybe not. I guess not. I guess not.
3: He's a, he's, he's a shy little booger. Uh,
2: apparently. <laughs> I don't know. By he's the ever, way... Uh, well, okay, the, we'll go with the Jim we'll Neighbor story now. Okay. Well,
3: uh, when uh, Jim first did Domer Pyle in 1964, um, he was on the set. It became the number one you know TV show in the world. It became a smash. And uh, somebody came up to him and they said, You ever heard of Cassius Clay? And he said, Sure, the boxer. And uh, he said, well, his mother's here from Kentucky with with his little brother, and they're huge fans of yours, and would you mind signing an autograph for him or saying hello? Jim says, no problem. He goes over, and he meets this lady, uh, uh, and and the son, he signs autographs, takes pictures, and he likes her. You know, she's kind of down home from Kentucky, and he's from Alabama, and so he invites him to lunch at the commissary. So while they're having lunch, uh, the mother and, and the kid, all these big TV stars start coming through, and... Jim waves them all over to the table and introduces them to, uh, to her and a little kid. And after the, they're very excited, after the meal, he hugs them both, says goodbye, and he never sees them again. Twenty-five years later, Jim is sitting in a dome restaurant in Los Angeles having dinner with Carol Burnett, somebody else, and this entourage comes in, and the word is, it's Ali. Ali is coming in the restaurant. Well, Jim's not going to bother Ali. One, he's never met him or spoke to him in his life, and two, he's heard... All these stories, you know, that uh, he's lost his memory completely, lost his mind in two decades boxing in the ring. And uh, so Jim goes on with his meal. About halfway through the meal, he feels a tap on his shoulder and looks up, and there's Ali standing over him. And Ali leans over and says, thanks for being so nice to my mama and my little brother.
2: Wow. That's
3: pretty awesome. Which hey. shows you how an act of kindness, how long an act of kindness can float around. Oh, the definitely.
2: Earth. Kinky, hold on. we got to take a quick break.
0: Talking Pets. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four
1: to be exact. Yeah! <laughs> Give your dog some thought. With Dog Thoughts, it's the iPhone application that everyone's talking about.
2: I hey, want this a man in Davis, California says he invented an application for the iPhone that claims it can read your dog's mind.
1: Huh? No, it's true. I've been about it on my cat's Twitter page. That's why I read. Jay Leno talked about it, CBS reported on it, and now you can see what all the buzz is about. Created just for dog lovers, Dog Thoughts makes taking photos of your furry best friend more fun. Shake your dog and read his mind. Or on your iPhone, of course. Take a pic of your pup, shake your phone, and watch as his thoughts appear on the screen. Does he have a bone to pick with you, or is he having a tail-wagging day? Get your Dog Thoughts iPhone app today. Just 99 cents. Go to PetLifeRadioPromotions.com. That's PetLifeRadioPromotions.com. Tools in session
4: on Pet Life Radio with Teacher's Pet. Learn how to communicate with your pet, train your pet, and see the world from your pet's point of view. You may even learn a few tricks yourself. Teacher's Pet only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets.
0: Let's talk pets on Pet Life
4: Radio.
2: Pet Life Radio. 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 (laughs) PetLifeRadio.com. This is somebody we need to get behind um, Kinky's uh, run for governor in Texas. Madonna. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Let's do it. My friend Bash knows her. So maybe we can, like, uh, maybe Kinky does. I don't know. 866-606-TALK. 866-606-8255. That's the number to call with your questions for Kinky Friedman. We're speaking with him about his book, Kinky Celebrity Pet Files. If you've got a comment or a question, we'll send you out a complimentary copy. We're going to take another shot at Robert in Las Vegas, Nevada, has a comment for Kinky. Hey, Robert, you with us now? Can you hear me now, Robert? Maybe not. All right, that's two strikes, Robert.
0: He's going
3: to show Hello, up as soon me? as you that. No, no, I hear you now. Okay, yeah. I was uh, In Las Vegas, what was recently tried was they collected a, the, the uh, animal shelter, collected a, uh, a bunch of feral cats, and instead of putting them down, they actually spayed and neutered them and, and re-released them or mm-hmm. released them. I was wondering, is this something that's widespread, and can something like this really put a dent in the in the in the overpop the cat overpopulation?
2: You know, yeah, That's, a, re- that's a
3: really good idea.
2: It is a good idea, actually. And you know what? It is widespread. There's a lot more people that are doing it now because there's a lot of people that have you know they have warm hearts. They don't want to see the cats go into a kill shelter where basically in seven days or or less, or sometimes more. These these cats are going to be put to sleep, and so they, they what they do is they trap them, humanely trap them, and then they take them in, they have them spayed and neutered, and released. And the reason for that is because they can't pro, uh, procreate out in the wild, so they're not going to have kittens, which you know could end up into the thousands, you know, down the road.
0: Right. Yeah, I know someone that's locally doing that here. She takes uh, time with her husband, and they go out um, as a volunteer and round up kittens and cats. And uh, take them to the humane society where they are spayed, and neutered, and then re-released into the community. So, it, and it's been very successful here.
2: I mean, it doesn't well, stop the here. premise that these cats out in the wild could be hit by cars, could be you know tortured by kids, which does happen, um, or be attacked by dogs. Um, so that could still happen to them, but at least they're not you know breeding basically, and uh, right. and bringing more cats out into the wild. Because when you think about it. Then the chances could get worse for those other cats or those kittens, and then also those kittens, which are going to be intact, can actually you know decrease a lot of the other population. You know, maybe birds or rabbits or squirrels. So it you know it is a little cycle. So, but I, I I totally agree with the fact that if these people want to do that, I think it's a good idea, and and they are you're seeing it more and more.
3: Okay, great. I want you. Yeah, to say, yeah and, uh, God bless strays and and the defenders of strays.
2: Definitely. And, Robert, I want you to stay on the line, because we're going to send you out a complimentary copy of uh, Kinky's book, Kinky Celebrity Pet Files.
3: Okay, thank you very much.
2: Thanks, Robert. That's Robert in Las Vegas, Nevada, listening on KNUU out there in uh, Las Vegas. You know what they say, what happens in Vegas uh, stays in Vegas. Um, They're keeping that, by the way, I heard. Um, Also, the other thing is, um, it's funny when you were talking about Jim Neighbors. I was on a plane one time, and I think it was American Airlines, actually. They used to sponsor me way back when, when airlines used to sponsor people. (laughs) And I was getting on the flight, and... Basically I was in coach. You were in the area. Of, of the people. That's yeah. True. And you know what, I don't mind sitting in coach. I you know, I I have no problem with coach, but I was like walking down and walking and as, you know, when you walk past first class everybody looks at you and goes, mm, "Common people." <laughs> and I who's, who's sitting that there? Way. You yeah, exactly. really think they're
0: thinking that? That's all you, John.
2: What do I mean? You know, I don't get any cookies. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm walking by, and who's sitting there in the front seat in first class is Jim Neighbors, which I thought was pretty awesome. And I so wanted to talk to him.
0: Did you wave to him?
2: No. I didn't want to intrude on his space.
3: No, you, you should have, because he's very, very nice. And, and uh, the first thing he ever told me was... Uh, I'd love to show you my nuts. (laughs) And I didn't know it, but he's got this big thousand-acre macadamia nut plantation Maui.
2: (laughs) I'm glad you specified that one, Kinky. It was
3: a little joke, yeah.
2: (laughs) But he seems like a nice guy, and, you know, who doesn't remember Gomer Pyle, you know?
3: Well, he's a wonderful guy, and uh, just the sheer number of people around the world who love him is... Astounding.
2: now what about this guy in your book you talk about uh you know billy bob thornton everybody knows him what's he like is he is he a big animal lover no he's, he's not,
3: not. He, he loves he loves alice his mine and uh he's not i would not call him an animal lover he's you know there's john there's a little bit of sling blade back there in his head you know mm. and uh he's a real genius and he's funny as hell and um but um yeah, this is something new for him. It's like Tom Robbins, uh, the author who wrote uh, "Even Cowgirls Get the Blues." He's never had animals. He was, like I say, he was like spiritually deprived growing up without any animals. He never cared about animals at all. I mean, he wasn't unkind, but he just until he got this little dog, and it has just taken over his world. And he won't go anywhere without this dog now. So uh, there's, you know, there's some people that. Grew up with animals like I did, and uh, and that's a real blessing.
2: You know, and, I can't uh, imagine, and I always say it on the show. I can't imagine when a child growing up, if it, you know, wants a pet that a parent wouldn't oblige that. I mean, granted, the parent has to take the take the responsibility because the kid's not necessarily always going to take care of the pet. So the parent got has has to say, okay, 14, 15 years for a dog, whatever. So they have to be the backup plan. But I think it's wonderful. I grew up with pets, you know, as a child, and I thought it was the greatest thing, and it really teaches you so much. Oh, but
3: you, could, you couldn't be more right about that. I mean, dogs teach us uh, love, they teach us loyalty, forgiveness, spontaneity, you know, how to always be ready for a party, and, uh, and in, in return, <laughs> oh, right. we, te- we, we teach them to sit.
2: No, it, it, it's definitely a good thing is to have these pets think, in your life. I personally think pets have it made, you
4: know. Who gets to sit on the couch all day long, and who has to go to work? Oh, please. I tell my cats
2: that every yeah. day. <laughs> And, you know, when I look over at my cat, and I'm working in my office, and my cat's laying on the chair and gives out a big, <gasps> I'm like, oh, you have it so tough, don't you? <laughs> this is a great book, though, Kinky, and, you know, I, I do want to say congratulations on this. I mean, and, you know, it was, it was a lot of fun and, and a great honor having you on the program. You also well, get... Yeah? Go ahead.
3: You no, know, it was, um, this book was, uh, a lot of people helped us a lot, and, um... Uh, Everybody cooperated except Bob Dylan and Don Imus, who who I thought would be in the book and were not, but that's why God created Volume 2. And believe me, John, you never want to write a book like this, because dealing with the photographers, the agents, the publicists, the celebrities, and the editors will kill anybody.
2: (laughs) Please, I deal with that every day, too. So, I mean, (laughs) I've already got one leg in the grave, but... You know, hopefully one leg is still out of it. But, Kinky, stay on right, the line. Right. I, I got one okay. or two more questions for you and we come back yeah. out of this break. We're speaking with uh, Kinky Friedman, and his book is Kinky Celebrity Pet Files. You've got a couple minutes. If you've got a question or a comment for Kinky, now is the time to call, and we'll send you out a complimentary copy of the book for the next call that comes in. 866-606-TALK, 866-606-8255. I'm John Patch.
0: Talk and Fets. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four
1: to be exact. Yeah. Read. Oh.
0: Only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On PetLife Radio. Pet Radio. PetLife Radio. PetLifeRadio.com.
2: And once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Barry Seewald.
0: And I'm Amanda
2: Page. I love her.
0: <laughs> we see this, John? Yeah, we were wondering... She's watching the video...
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, you got to tune into the video cam if you want to see me dancing. I feel like Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> Whatever. All righty. 866-606-TALK, 866-606-8255. We're speaking with uh, Kinky Friedman. He's the author of Kinky Celebrity Pet Files. It's put out by Simon & Schuster. You can find it in your bookstores. You can find it online. We gave away a couple copies of the book. But, Kinky, before we say goodbye, because we've got a couple minutes here, I just wanted a final question for you. So you're friends with uh, – because I notice he's in your book here, and that's Mr. Bill Clinton, President Bill Clinton. You're friends with him? Kinky. <laughs> Maybe that's a no. <laughs> Secret Service has put a hush on him. Apparently they did. Did we lose Kinky? No, no. Oh, good, good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Real quick question on that one, because we have one more question that just came in for you online as well, or basically through the show. So, But you you know him well, Bill Cl- Clinton?
3: Yes, I've, I've visited him a number of times at the White House, and we've been pen pals for
2: a long time. Tom, we have Thomas and Snowflake, and I hate to rush this, but we have Thomas in Snowflake, Arizona, has a question for you, and you got one minute left here. Okay. So, Thomas, what's your question? Hi, Thomas. We must be on a delay today.
1: We must be. <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: you hey, yeah, Thomas. Kinky, what? What? what's your favorite animal? I mean, what... What?
2: It's uh... a good question.
3: Cat, dog, and and uh, tell us about it. Well, uh, I love stray cats and dogs and old carriage horses, pretty much. That's Those are my favorites. Uh, now, Willie Nelson uh, has some advice on the subject. Uh, Willie says, if you're going to have sex with an animal, always make it a horse, because that way, if things don't work out, at least you know you got to ride home. <laughs>
2: <What a goodness. laughs> well, that's a good way to end the hour <laughs> you well, uh, Thomas, stay on the line in Snowflake We're going to send you a copy of Kinky's book And you can read all about it In Kinky's Celebrity Pet Files by Kinky Friedman Kinky, I want to thank you so much for joining us on the show It was a pleasure and a lot of fun And we all said that if we lived in Texas We'd be uh, throwing a vote your way
3: Alright, John, we appreciate it God, Bless you
2: Thanks, Kinky. Keep it real, keep it honest, keep it truthful if you get in there as governor, and uh, we'll be ringing your door.
3: All right, Craig, come visit us the governor's mansion.
2: Would love to. We'll thanks so animals. much. Well, we definitely will. And we'll be fighting right with you with those animals, too, and uh, trying to get all the things passed. So, you know, hopefully you get in there and uh, make a change for the best.
3: Well, thanks. Peace. Okay.
2: Thanks, Kinky. That's Kinky Friedman. whose book, again, is called Kinky Celebrity Pet Files. Check it out. You can go to kinkyfriedman.com. If you're listening to us in Texas, vote for Kinky. I'm John Patch. I'm Barry Siebel. And Amanda Page. We all want to be kinky, don't we? Yeah, I do. John. Oh, come on, Mandy. I know you do. Dig deep, Mandy. I know it's there. You love Kinky.
0: Yeah, uh, Kinky is pretty
2: cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us in this hour of Talking Pets. Spay new to your pets. Help control that pet population. Bye for now.